Welcome back to Last Touch Channel. My name is Anton Bjeltsin. I'm an attorney in the Southern District of California here in San Diego. By now, we're all familiar with Miranda warnings, which are required to be given prior to custodial interrogation of anyone accused or suspected of a crime. And today we're going to focus on a case that deals with that first element, custody, whether somebody is actually in custody. And before we discuss this case, I want to thank you for watching me on YouTube and subscribing, hitting that bell notification button, and please share my channel with your friends on Facebook, Instagram, and anywhere else on the internet. And if you're listening to the podcast version of this recording on Audible or Spotify, please give my podcast a five-star review rating. Let's go ahead and discuss this case. Quick message from Lawstash. Are you charged with a crime? Or do you want to know your rights if stopped by police? Watch California attorney Anton Vjeltsin discuss legal cases from the Supreme Court, Ninth Circuit, and California state courts on the Lawstash YouTube page. Anton has handled hundreds of federal and state criminal cases, has an in-depth knowledge of the law, and has the best mustache ever. Subscribe to the Lawstash YouTube page. That's L-A-W-S-T-A-C-H-E. Today we're discussing United States versus Leggett, a Fourth Circuit case dealing with Miranda and decided on January 10th, 2023. And here's what happened. There is a public park that closes at 10.30 p.m. An officer driving by about an hour later at 11.30 notices a vehicle parked at the parking lot belonging to that park. He begins to investigate because anyone at the park after 10.30 would technically be trespassing. He encounters two individuals, Mr. Leggett and one other person. When he begins to talk to them, Mr. Leggett and the other individual tell the officer that they're simply hanging out at the park. During their initial interaction, backup arrives and the backup officers somehow discover a firearm in a nearby trash can. The initial officer asks Mr. Leggett whether he knows anything about that firearm. Mr. Leggett says no. The officer then again asks Mr. Leggett whether he knows about the firearm. And again, Mr. Leggett says no. But he does volunteer one piece of information. He tells the officer that he just did 15 years in prison. Now, on a third attempt, the officer tells Mr. Leggett that it would be to his benefit to be honest with the officer and simply tell him the truth. So on the third attempt, Mr. Leggett does admit that this is in fact his firearm. He then gets booked and taken to the station where he's read Miranda rights for the first time. He then waves the rights and admits again that this is his firearm. He gets charged with being felon in possession. Interestingly enough, his companion was let go there at the park and never cited even for trespass. Mr. Leggett argues now that that initial interaction between him and the officer where he admits to the possession of the firearm was illegal under the Constitution because he says he was never read Miranda rights. Now remember, under Miranda versus Arizona, a Supreme Court case from 1960s, the Supreme Court told us that prior to custodial interrogation, 
anyone accused of a crime needs to be given Miranda warnings. That's the right to remain silent, right to an attorney, anything that you say can be used against you in the court of law, and so on. Those rights need to be read to you prior to custodial interrogation. There is no question that Mr. Leggett was being interrogated. Interrogation means that the officer is asking a type of question that would elicit incriminating statements. Of course, asking a felon whether a firearm belongs to him would be incriminating in this situation. And remember, that whole interaction between the officer and Mr. Leggett at the park took only 90 seconds. The question is whether Mr. Leggett was in custody during those 90 seconds. Custody is a twofold question. First, we have to ask whether a reasonable person would feel free to leave. This is a third point of view, meaning that it doesn't matter whether Mr. Leggett himself didn't feel free to leave or whether the officer would feel that he would not let go of Mr. Leggett. The question, what a reasonable person would feel in that situation. Think about it. If somebody is not in custody and free to leave, for example, if an officer gives you a call and says, would you come down to the station and you voluntarily go to that station? Well, you're going there voluntarily, meaning that you would be free to leave as well, unless something changes during your interaction. That means you're not in custody. But if you feel like you don't have a right to leave, meaning that a reasonable person would deem that you would not feel free to leave in that situation, then we have to go to question number two that asks this, whether the relevant environment presents the same inherent coercive pressures as the type of a station house questioning at issue in Miranda. This explains how somebody can be both not feel free to leave and also not in custody. For example, if somebody gets pulled over for a traffic violation, the courts held that these people are not in custody. Why? Well, for one, a person might not feel free to leave from that interaction. And that's true. We don't want people to be fleeing from police during traffic stops. But on the other hand, the court always holds that these interactions are not coercive enough for Miranda purposes, meaning that people who get pulled over on the side of the street for a traffic citation are not deemed in custody for Miranda purposes. Here in Mr. Leggett's case, we're now focusing on custody. All parties agree that Mr. Leggett would not feel free to leave. Both the government and Mr. Leggett and even the officer testified that he would not let Mr. Leggett go. The question is about that second part of custody, whether there's anything coercive about their interaction at the park. And the court says no. And here's why. There are three things that the court notices. Number one, that Mr. Leggett was interrogated by only one officer. Number two, that the officer asked only a handful of questions. 
and finally that the interaction between two of them was very brief it was only 90 seconds and because there's nothing coercive about the interaction Mr. Leggett was not in custody at the park and because he was in not in custody the court says that the officer never needed to give Mr. Leggett his Miranda warnings here's a lesson that you should take from this case if you know that these warnings exist it doesn't matter whether somebody gives them to you or not do not speak to the police even if you're in custody even if you're at the station do not speak to the police and even if you're on the street and the officer tells you hey would you come up here and talk to me even though that would be a voluntary conversation between you and the officer my recommendation is do not speak to the police without an attorney being present if you enjoyed this video please click like subscribe hit that bell notification button so next time i post on youtube you'll be first to know and if you're listening to the podcast version of this recording please give my podcast a five-star review rating on spotify and audible thanks for watching Thank you.